This is Ask Me Another. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and we have a great show with all kinds of clever, nerdy questions. Uh, Just listening to the show will make you a little smarter, but we've learned that we can't guarantee that it will make you cooler. Let me introduce you to our Ask Me Another puzzle gurus, John Chinesky. Hi, Ophira. I'm going to go do something patriotic, and I'll be back in a later in the show, okay? Perfect, yeah, perfect I'm gonna, place I'm going to go it. occupy something. I'll be right back. <laughs> go occupy the back. And Art Chung. Hey, Ophira. Hello. Hello. They will be leading us in puzzles later on in the show, and of course we have the musical stylings and witty repartee of Jonathan Colton. Hello. And standing in front of me, we have our contestants. Hello, contestants. Hey, how's it going? Hello, we have Laura Spadanuda and Tori Partridge. Give them a hand. So, Laura, uh, you have been on some game shows. You've been on Jeopardy? Oh, yeah. And how, how was it? Do you have a great memory that you'd like to share? Um, well, it was fun. Yes. I lost. So. Okay, you lost. <laughs> Not as fun as that's it could okay, have been. That's okay, but you were um, on it, obviously. I guess it was, uh, it was a little embarrassing after I got Final Jeopardy wrong. Alex Trebek then tried to tell me that I got it wronger than I thought I did and like, got the man's country wrong and everything. And I was like, well, I just lost. So <laughs> let's cool it. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I got it, Alex. Yeah, I got I it. it. I, I'm terrible. But <laughs> yeah, you're fun. like, by the way, Alex, you have the answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? It's all different here tonight. Okay. And, Tori, you uh, studied international relations at McGill, which I went to McGill as well. Heart no of way. the North, people. Heart of the North. Hey, oh, Canada. Hey, oh, Canada. <laughs> uh, and you now have a mural painting business. I do, yeah. What is the last mural you painted? Ooh, the last mural that I did was actually right around here. It was a jazz-themed mural um, at a little business. It had jazz dancers and historic buildings from the U Street area, kind of highlighting the cultural landscape of D.C. It was pretty cool. That sounds fantastic. All right, welcome, contestants. So in honor of our visit to Washington, D.C., our first game is called Hail to the Musicians. Sounds kind of presidential. Yes, yes Noteworthy. it does. Uh, what's going to happen is I am going to play songs by artists whose names happen to include the last name of a former U.S. president. And you contestants will have to identify the artist and the president. And then we'll give you a follow-up trivia question about the president, and either of you can ring in to answer that one. Whoever gets the most points will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. They say yes. They are excited. Okay. <laughs> I got my first real six string, bought it at the five and dime. Laura. Brian Adams mm-hmm. and John Adams. Yeah, John Adams. <laughs> you don't have to shrug that off. That is correct. <laughs> and your follow-up trivia question. Either of you can ring in. What did John Adams call the most insignificant office that ever the invention of man contrived or his imagination conceived? The vice presidency? Tori, you are correct. And so was he. I think there was two correct people. Don't you want somebody to love? Don't you need somebody to love? Wouldn't you love somebody to love? You better find somebody to love. Jefferson Airplane and Thomas Jefferson? Tori, with Jefferson Airplane and Thomas Jefferson, you are correct. Well done. 
1815, Thomas Jefferson sold his entire book collection to the federal government to become the foundation of what? Laura? The Library of Congress? The Library of Congress is correct. (laughs) Who's the cat who won't cop out when there's danger all about? Shaft. (laughs) Complicated man. No one understands him but his woman. John Shaft. Okay, please don't ring in. A little more, please, John. No, I no, that's, <laughs> let's need, we'll just need one more. I know, it's a, good, it's, a, it's a good song. Oh, look at that. We've stumped our contestants. It's the theme Thank from you. Shaft. Does it is help? the theme from Shaft. <laughs> All right, why don't we throw it to, do you want to throw it to the you audience? Throw it to the audience, All right. anyone? Yeah. Uh, in the back? Yeah, Isaac Hayes and Rutherford B. Hayes. Isaac Hayes and yes. Rutherford B. Hayes, yes, that was the answer. Yes. I believe it was also Rutherford B. Hayes' um, campaign song. Oh, look at... Wow, I always thought the English were so modest. Um... (laughs) All right, but you still get a follow-up question. So, including Rutherford B. Hayes, seven of the nine U.S. presidents that served between 1869 and 1932 were all born in what state? Yes, Laura. Virginia. Virginia. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. No, that's a good guess. Not correct, but I like your enthusiasm. That's important. Tori? Um, Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. I think also an excellent guest, but incorrect. The answer is Ohio. Huh. Huh. I know. No one can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, really? <laughs> Someday I'm living in a great big city and all you ever gonna be is me why you gotta be so mean oh they don't know okay all right why don't we throw it to, do you want to throw it to the wanna audience, throw it to the audience? Right. anyone uh in the back no uh the, the person said taylor swift was correct yeah. but he also said that james taylor was our president james which, taylor you know not great yet, idea not yet sir yeah. fingers crossed of course but not yet does anyone know who the corresponding president was? Way in the back, the president of the United States? Zachary Taylor. Zachary Taylor. Zachary Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> what if James Taylor was president? Yeah. <laughs> be a kinder, gentler nation. Yeah, exactly. mellow nation, yes. Soft rocking our way. This is relaxation month. <laughs> Known as Old Rough and Ready, which is also Jonathan Colton's nickname... Zachary Taylor was the last member of what political party to win a U.S. presidential election? Yes, Tori. The Whigs. The Whigs. That is correct. Yes. It's still a close race. Tori has three, Laura has two, so it's still anyone's game. Anyone's game. We got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. Been talking about Jackson ever since the fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. Gonna mess around. Uh oh, I see this the look of they stumping. Yeah. What if I were wearing all black? <laughs> what if you were? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking. <laughs> what if you were Reese Witherspoon? What if you were Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> Laura. 
I'm Johnny Cash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's you're half right. It was Johnny Cash. It was a duet between Johnny Cash and oh, a lady. And June Carter. June Carter. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. <laughs> yes. While on a solo fishing trip in Georgia in 1979, President Carter was attacked by what animal who tried to climb into his boat? And people are laughing because it's hilarious. <laughs> Any guesses? Any answers? An animal climbed into the boat and attacked him. Yes, Laura? Uh, alligator? Good, good guess. That would make a lot of sense. I hear where you're going with that, but wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a swamp rabbit. Ah, yes. Yeah, of course. That happens. Yeah, usually Dangerous in May. animals. <laughs> they love peanuts. Um, we have a tiebreaker? We are all tied up, so we're going to have to go to a tiebreaker. There are three points each. Yes. You guys are even, so we're going to do a tiebreaker. So put your hands near those bells and get ready. Here you go. This is just a trivia question. During his 1992 presidential campaign, Bill Clinton played Heartbreak Hotel on his saxophone on what late-night talk show? <laughs> Laura, three times. Triple the ring. The Hall Show? You are correct, Laura. Congratulations. <laughs> You will be moving on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. You guys are fantastic contestants. Thank you so much. Have another hand for Corey and Laura. Washington came first and he was perfect. John Adams kept us out of war with France. Jefferson made a Louisiana purchase. In 1812, James Madison kicked the British in the pants. James Monroe told Europe they could suck it. John Quincy Adams looked just like his dad Andrew Jackson got rid of all the Indians Van Buren served one term, but he wasn't bad William Henry Harrison died early John Tyler annexed Texas from Mexico James K. Pope fought Mexico to keep it Taylor was a Mexican war hero Fillmore gave a boat to Commodore Perry Pierce revealed the Missouri Compromise Buchanan saw the Civil War's beginnings Lincoln saved the Union, then he died Jonathan Colton, everybody! Thank you. Now, I just have to point out that when we were talking about a song to play after that game, Jonathan had that song. These are the kinds of things that you just have in your back pocket at all times. Sure, you need a song about the presents? I got one. (laughs) I did need a song about the presents, and I got it. And it was go. fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. So here on Ask Me Another, every show, we have a mystery guest. And what that is is a distinguished visitor who we invite on. I sit down with them and find out a little bit about them. And then our puzzle gurus have written a customized quiz that is just for them, and we test their wits in a trivia challenge. So we're going to give you a hint. And Art, I think you have a hint. As to who our mystery guest is. I do, Ophira. Okay. Our mystery guest uh, spent over 30 years in the service of his country. Mm. But if he told you what he did, he'd have to kill you. Or at so, least hurt you very much. <laughs> you'd have to hurt me. There'd be a maim. I'd be maimed, perhaps? You wouldn't be able to walk around. Okay, so I am going to find out later. So, uh, I so guess, sorry about that. So I yes. guess this is it. All right, very exciting. Thank you, Art. 
If you think you are ready for an Ask Me Another challenge, then here's how you can join in. Look up NPR Ask Me Another on Twitter or Facebook and let us know you're up for a challenge, or you can send us an old-fashioned email at askmeanother at npr.org, and we'll send you a quiz and see if you are ready to be on this stage. Coming up, we'll literally find out who our mystery guest is. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another. to Ask Me Another, NPR show for people who need more than puns. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and standing on the stage slightly too close to me is our resident puzzle expert, John Chinesky. Hi, everybody. I'll try to back off a couple of feet if that's okay. <laughs> I like you sure. close to me. Don't, okay, be, don't take that in the wrong way. <laughs> and we have our contestants. Oh, I love that you guys just shook hands. Very sportsmanlike. Well done. That is good conduct. Please welcome Brian Wally and Kate Symes. You're raring to go. Brian, uh, I've been told by my producer you're a web editor for Smithsonian Magazine. Yes, that's correct. That is so fascinating. Uh, It's every day I learn something new. It's great. Anything that you would like to uh, tell me about? Recent? Some recent favorite? Well, recently we we had a poll of who had the best Civil War facial hair. Ooh. (laughs) Of generals from the North, from the South, and, uh, you know, of of course, Burnside won. Oh, yeah. He sort of has... Ad- unfair advantage. Is there, is there a particular person that you enjoyed the most? I, I went with Jeb Stewart. He just had a crazy wispy mustache that just could not be beat. <laughs> <laughs> and Kate, uh, you do a lot of things, stand-up, theater, and now you do improv? And Yes, not full-time, but that's a hobby of mine. Oh, nice. That is a good hobby. All yeah. the time, just being like, give me a suggestion. How about a spatula? Yes. yes. Everywhere Excellent. I go, I want <laughs> word suggestions. I am with you. Well, this is a fantastic game called All Answers Are Alliterative. Isn't that exciting? That's my favorite yeah. thing to say. And it sounds self-explanatory. John, is it exactly I'm how it sounds? I'm super stoked to say that sure is so. Sweetie, it sure is self-explanatory. <laughs> Sweetie. All answers, yeah. Well, well, you are getting close. We're getting close, aren't we? Uh, all answers are alliterative. In this quiz, all answers are at least three words long, and every word in the answer will begin with the same letter, which we will give you up front. For example, if the clue was starting with B, an organization set up to look out for consumers, you would say, Ophira? Oh, uh, yes. I would say the Better Business Bureau. I think you've got it, Ophira. So Contestants, fun. you got it? Got it? Yes. Got it. Excellent. Remember, whoever scores higher will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. Here we go. Starting with the letter B, name the alliterative dish associated with the capital of Massachusetts made with bacon, molasses, and legumes. Brian? Um, Boston beans. I need three words. Boston baked beans. Yes, Boston baked beans. Let's just have that one. Starting with the letter O, since 1989, what presidential ceremony has been performed on the West Portico of the U.S. Capitol? Brian. Oath of Office. Oath of Office is right. Oath of Office. Starting with the letter W. If this were a quiz featuring two-word answers, we might have a question about the film Mad Max. But since it's not, what three-word Mel Gibson film should we use? Brian. What Women Want. What Women Want oh is God. white. Way yes. to go. Kate. She's brilliant. 
what women want is Brian, clearly. I what, guess so. What women want is to get in the game. Come on. <laughs> okay. Starting with the letter R. In what song does Chuck Berry urge the title character, Santa's got to make it to town? I'm going to go with Brian. Sorry, Brian. I mean, go, Brian. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? No, not oh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. No. Kate? Oh, that was my answer. <laughs> reindeer, rock and reindeer. No, rock, and roll, rock and roll reindeer. Very creative That's, of you. Yeah, those are all great songs. Can we get a hand in the audience? Does anybody know the answer to this? This lady right here. Run, run, Rudolph. Run, run, Rudolph is right. Whizzing like That's a merry-go-round. Give that lady a point, okay? <laughs> Starting with the letter G. According to a traditional kid's song, how would you refer to the viscous intestines found in certain rodents, usually organized in, quote, great green gobs? Uh-oh. Somebody never went to camp. Robbed of a childhood. <laughs> Brian nods yes. I'm going to throw it to this lady in the front row. Greasy, grimy, gopher guts. Greasy, grimy, gopher, gopher guts. guts is right. Yes. So far, the audience is winning. Brian, Kate, did you know that? No, I did not. I went to a Catholic youth organization. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to Jewish socialist camp. Oh, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> I guess not a lot of singing. Not a lot of singing. <laughs> Starting with the letter C. If you ask your ami Jean-Luc how he's doing and his joie de vivre is only fair, how might he reply? Kate? Comme si, comme ça. Yes, comme si, comme ça. Very good. Oh, so it was very close, but Brian, you are our winner for this round. You'll be coming back to our final Ask Me One More at the end of the show. Another hand for Kate. Some good contestants. We've had some good they, contestants. Those guys were great. Yeah, very, very good. Now, John, before you sneak away and relax in, our, in your puzzle green room, your mm, little puzzle sp- the puzzle green spa, room. Do you have a hint that you can give us as to who our mystery guest is? Oh, the mystery guest. You know what? I'm just going to tell you who our mystery guest's name. Really? It's Hapun Ugrump. Oh. Well, that's actually his name in a cryptogram, but he'd be able to decipher that. He has a World War II Enigma code machine where he works. There's your clue. Ooh. I, I can probably get that as an app, right? An app. You can get the, the, the World War II Enigma code machine as, as an app. <laughs> I look forward to that. Okay, thank you. John, well done. Voice like honey, no one else could fill the shoes. Time and the weather, the headlines and the local news. He lays it down with perfection and grace. Done by noon, he goes home to his place where he sleeps and he waits for the night. Just before midnight, he gets up, gets out of bed. A can of Red Bull, a tab of X to clear his head. He shoots his cuffs, now he's headed downtown. Picks up one life, puts another one down. And his body hums, and the music's playing dance. The Tyrius Johnson dance. It's a cold world nobody understands. The feeling you can't keep inside. Go, Satirius Johnson, go All the club kids are watching you glow Stay glow with the light of the truth you can't hide That the news is the news But the dance goes on forever Oh, yeah. Jonathan Colton. Thank yeah. You. Thanks. 
The Secret Life of Satirius Johnson, who, of course, is a news reporter on WNYC. That's right. Thank you, Jonathan Colton. And let's welcome our new contestants, Hannah Magnolia and Dan Magnolia. Interesting. Very interesting. Now, here's what I know about you. I know that Hannah is a fifth-grade school teacher. I know that you love playing board games at home. I know that Dan is a guitar teacher and a musician. And I also know that you are married. <laughs> married! Yet love competing against each other. That is fantastic. It's real life. It's real right? life. <laughs> is this a date? Is this considered a big date for you this guys? This is day night, yes. Yeah, where you go and no. compete? No. Oh, oh. apparently not. I see, I'm the, sorry. I see how this goes already, <laughs> Hannah. All right, so Hannah, just um, I need to know from you immediately. Who do you think is going to win this? Uh, well, I'm going to try. Interesting. I see you're taking the modest route. That's smart. That's a tactic. I understand your strategy. Dan, if you had to weigh in? I'm pretty sure she's going to win. Ah, smart man. <laughs> that is why you're still married. Uh, audience, let's vote right now ahead of time. Let's play some bets. Who thinks Hannah's going to win? By applause. All right, how about Dan? Well, this game is a very fun game. It's called This, That, or The Other. Jonathan? Yes, so we are going to give you an item, and you will tell us which of three categories that item belongs to. Today's categories are types of cheese, dance moves, and characters from Moby Dick. (laughs) So, (laughs) here's an example that I'll do with Ophira. Ophira, Mimolette, is it a cheese, a dance move, or a Moby Dick character? Mimolette, I believe I went to school with Mimolette in Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, I would have to say, based on that, she, is, he, she or he is a weird Moby Dick character. Okay, you went to school with a fictional character. <laughs> it's possible. Well, I guess. Canada's weird. No, I'm sorry, you're wrong either way, because Mimolette is a delicious hard cheese similar to Edom. Oh. So that's how it works. The answer was cheese in this case. <laughs> so we're going to alternate between players. So Dan, you're going to get the first clue, and Hannah, you'll get the second clue. Whoever answers the most correctly will move on to the Ask Me One More final round. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Uh, so this is for you, Dan. Queequeg. Cheese. No, I'm sorry. It's a Moby Dick character. It's the first major character Ishmael meets. You obviously haven't, haven't read the book. <laughs> but that is a crazy cheese, Queequeg. Uh, that is a cheese made be. of quick. I'm sure it smells great. It yeah. smells delicious. Cabriole. Cheese. Cheese. Uh, cheese. Oh. No, I'm sorry. It is a dance move. It is a ballet jump involving a scissor-like motion of the leg. Dan, heel jack. Cheese. No. My answer is just cheese for everything. It's okay. <laughs> it's an interesting strategy. Yeah, and Dan, that is a good answer in life. Every answer to every question Eventually, should be cheese. it's going to be cheese. Would you, want, uh, would you want to eat a cheese that was called heel jack? <laughs> mm, would you like some elbow brie? Then again, mm. head, head cheese isn't cheese either. So. Well, that's a good point. point. Well, we're getting a little off topic, Dan. I think you need to focus. <laughs> Uh, heel jack is actually a dance move in uh, country line dancing. Hannah Pippin. Uh, Moby Dick character. You are correct. Yes. Dan Grapevine. What are the categories? <laughs> categories well, you know cheese. Cheese, dance move, or Moby Dick character. Grapevine. Cheese. No. <laughs> <laughs> I admire your stick to itiveness. <laughs> It would go well with cheese, the grapevine, I understand. Is a, this is a dance move, uh, so I'm sorry. It is the basis of all jazzercise aerobics. <laughs> oh, well, clearly. <laughs> yes. 
Okay, Hannah, Manchego. That's a cheese. Yes, it yes, is a that cheese. Yes, that is a cheese. <laughs> feel like Dan, feel that like one Dan. was mine. Yeah. That, that one was meant for me. Dan should have gotten that question. Okay, Dan, Tashtego. <laughs> Dan is looking around so... trying to stop himself from saying cheese. He's just trying to stop. Yes, Dan. Bobby Dick. Yes! Bobby Dick! I'm still ahead. <laughs> yes, you are, Hannah. You are still ahead. Uh, okay, Hannah, this one is yours. Quark. Moby Dick? No, it's a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Although that is a, a physics part, it's an atomic particle. Uh, it is an atomic, it's atomic particle. It's not it's one of the categories we're looking for, unfortunately. Uh, okay, Dan, uh, Peleg. Cheese. No. Movie <laughs> <laughs> Dick take character. Uh, Peleg oh, and Heeljack would be delicious to Peleg serve at a party. Peleg and Heeljack. <laughs> Hannah, Alamond. Dance move. You are correct. Yes. Dan, uh, Hollowback. Jeez. Oh, Dan, no, I'm sorry. It's a dance move. I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> if I do it more than once, is it still cheese? No, it's, it's still not cheese. It doesn't turn into anything with the belt. No. All right, Hannah, you ready? I guess so. Okay. Yarg. You said it like a Moby Dick character, so I'm going with that. No, it's a cheese! <laughs> Although it does sound like something that someone would yell at you while throwing a cheese at you. But it is a cheese. It it's a do weird we, cheese. What, uh, do we have a final score here? Yes, we do. It turns out that Hannah, you have won! <laughs> Hannah Magnolia, you'll be moving on to our final Ask Me One More. Audience was right. Dan, you were fantastic. I, I hope you get a lot of cheese. Never give up, Dan. Never give up. Gonna go home and eat some cheese now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's welcome our new contestants, Roderick Hodges and Bill McDonald. Bill, you are no stranger to the game show, are you? No, I'm not. Why don't you tell me what you have uh, been on as far as game shows? Uh, I've been on two game shows. Yes. I was on Jeopardy. And before that, I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh. And, and, and how did it go? Uh, and I managed to win about $125,000 on each of them. Whoa. Jeez. Wow. Dinner's on Bill, everyone. <laughs> and I presume I can do that here tonight? Yes. Great. You, there, we give away tons of love. Um, <laughs> Okay, well, your contestant is Roderick, and Roderick is, you know, he's, he's pretty bright. You're, you're in good hands here. Uh, have you ever been on a game show before? I've never been on a game show before. First time. I feel really inferior right now. You should not feel <laughs> inferior. You have so much to offer, I can already tell. Uh, are, you, are you feeling some nerves, though? Of course. Yeah. Do you have an yeah. internal monologue, anything helping you out? Go, 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 Roderick, something like that? I didn't until right now, actually. Okay, I would go with go, 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 Roderick. <laughs> now it is. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Well, this game is literally called Literally. Art, is this literally what I think it's about? Literally? This is literally about the word literally because I'm just sick and tired of people who use the word literally when they mean figuratively. I have seen, I've seen you respond to that, and when, when that happens, you literally have steam coming out of your ears. 
I literally go insane. You literally go insane with anger. It's not pretty. No. So in this game, we're going to ask you about people or things that are doing things literally. For example, Jonathan, what were the names of the original Siamese twins who were literally joined at the hip or sternum? They were named Chang and Eng. That is correct. Yes. Now, did you know that between the two of them, they had 21 children? No, I, I, I did not know that. Between, between the two of them? No, not literally between them, because they right. were joined at the hip. They were joined at the hip. Yes. But it was yes. a 10 each, and then one of them was like, ha, 11. Yes. <laughs> one went to 11, yes. yes. Wow. One went to 11. That is competitive. <laughs> okay. Do you guys understand the game? Good enough. <laughs> Hands on the bells. <laughs> Bill's, Bill's like, like I don't know. <laughs> Bill's like, I won $250,000. I can do <laughs> exactly. this. No problem. I'll figure it out as I go along. That's Bill's attitude. All right. The person with the most points will move on to our Ask Me One More final round at the end of the show. This animal literally weighs a ton, but thanks to its size and sharp tusks, it only has two natural predators, the orca and the polar bear. Bill. Walrus? That is correct. The walrus. walrus. Yeah. Well done. I don't mean to, uh, you know, start scripting how this might go, but Bill, you seem really relaxed. Are you trying to make me nervous? I don't know. Is it working? <clears throat> Maybe. Okay. Good to know. In the Bible, Noah's Ark was left literally high and dry on what mountain? Is that Bill? Bill. Yes, Bill. <laughs> yeah, okay, we got it, Bill. We got it. Uh, Mount Ararat? That is correct. Yes. Mount Ararat. In 1865, John Wilkes Booth literally did break a leg in Ford's Theater when he leapt from the presidential box after shooting Abraham Lincoln. He fractured his tibia and ran out the back door, but not before saying what? Bill. Sic Semper Tyrannis. Sic Semper Tyrannis is yes. correct. Yes. <laughs> For no extra points, what does that mean? Say again? For no extra points, what does that mean? Uh, thus ever to tyrants. That's right. <laughs> wow, I Still love the angry, way you huh, said Bill? it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we were there. You can literally hit pay dirt at the Crater of Diamond State Park, where visitors can keep any diamonds they find there. In what U.S. state is this park located? Bill. Arkansas. That is correct. Just another reason to go to Arkansas. All right. Well, that's the end of our game. And Bill, you did pull it off. You literally won. <laughs> Thank Bill, you. you did it. Bill will be going on to our Ask Me One More final round. Another hand for Roderick. But before you go anywhere, now it's time to reveal our mystery guest. So let's recap what we know about him so far. He's great at decoding. And once I tell you what he does, he'll have to kill us. Interesting. He is the founding executive director of the International Spy Museum and 35-year veteran of the CIA. Please welcome Peter Ernest. This is still NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm still your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and more to come, plus Peter Ernest. Welcome back to Ask Me Another. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and with me is our mystery guest, former spy and current executive director of the International Spy Museum, Peter Ernest. Hello. Welcome, Peter. Hello. So off the top, I just have to say Peter Ernest is the best spy name I have heard. Like that is such a, you know, because it sounds so wholesome and on top of it. So is that something you picked or did the CIA give that to you? <laughs> No, actually, it's a cheese. No, I, no. <laughs> they, they, well played, my friend. Well no, played. No, I got that one, yeah, when I was born. Sure. 
So you've worked at the, as a, in the CIA for 35 years? Yes. Is that correct? Yes. So in that time, you also had to recruit new spies. Yes. So could I be a spy? Like, is it something, is it, you're, are you born with the skills to be a spy, or is it something anyone can learn? Oh, I think anyone can learn. Really? Sure. Like, as a Canadian, can I learn Oh, it? absolutely. Even if I apologize all the time? Particularly as a Canadian. Time? Particularly as a Canadian. Oh, sure. Why? Yeah. Well, because you, you, you live in a country that is, can move around very easily. Who, who's going to suspect Canadians? That's true. You, That's you, true. You go somewhere as American. Point. You're an American, yes. But yeah. you're Canadian. You... That's funny that you think yeah. this is a game show. Sure, yes. <laughs> um, at the Spy Museum, you give tours to celebrities. Who has come to the Spy Museum? Uh, most, well, Tom Hanks came, Tom of Hanks. course, and Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi? No, yes, sure. How was that? He brought his two little boys with him. Oh, yeah. Um, I took uh, the president through and Michelle with their two little girls. They were great. Um, the most recent visitor was Annie Leibovitz, who's doing an exhibit here at the uh, Portrait Gallery. And is there something on the celebrity tour that is different from the regular person tour? Like, do they get to try on the jacket with the camera button on it or go into a secret room? No, it's about the same. When I take a celebrity through, I talk. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, no, otherwise, just take them yeah, through. Yeah, you don't want yeah, to talk to other people. Know, they, they, really, yeah, it's ridiculous. They can read the <laughs> captions and everything. With celebrities, I, you know, I'll, I'll talk it out. You'll talk it out. You'll yeah, get, so sure. you give them, like, it's like the red carpet tour. <laughs> right, okay. So I always, you know, when people have friends that are doctors, they want free advice, or lawyers, they want free advice. As a former spy, what do your friends ask you for free spy advice? Oh, sure. Yes. If somebody, you know, if, if a friend wants me to sort of monitor, you know, what his wife's up to or that sort of thing, I mean, that. that <laughs> You know, sort I, I of, that's the sort of thing I could do. You, you can? Know. Sure. All right, what's your setup? What's my setup? Yeah, I, I don't know if that's what the exact terminology is, but, well, uh, I think I you know, think spy to spy, yes. I'm just asking you, how do yes. you go about this? Be very careful. Be yes. very careful. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, do you have access to certain websites that maybe the rest of us don't? No, I can barely use my computer, so that doesn't, you know. <laughs> so you're more of a hands-on spy. Yes, you gotta, yes. Okay, so surveillance. You could do surveillance. I do good surveillance, sure. Okay, for yeah. friends, wives. Yes. Oh, okay, good to know. All right, so in your book, The Real Spy Guide to Becoming a Real Spy, you talk about the number one, number two, number three myths of being a spy. So let's talk about one of the most important ones. Is it true that spies don't really like their drinks shaken or stirred? I mean, how do you like your drink, shaken or stirred? Um, I prefer one after another. I mean, they brought me one here, and I, I, they haven't brought me another one. So it's really just it, quantity. It could be shaken or stirred. I don't mind. <laughs> you don't you know? mind. You're easy. You're just like, I'm bring me easy. what you got. Yeah. All right, that it might be a little bit of a hint as to what our game is about that we're about to play. So I'd like to ask you right now, are you ready for an Ask Me Another challenge? Would you like to do a trivia show Absolutely. with us? Yeah. All right. Yes. All right, let's do it. Peter Ernest, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Peter, believe it or not, we found someone brave enough to match wits with you. Let's meet Josh Saltzman, everybody. Or as I will be calling you, Agent Saltzman. Brave enough might be generous. Uh, stupid enough might be the better term for <laughs> hey, it. Hey, as, as it turns out, that is a great quality in the spy. <laughs> uh, you just got to go with it. Just go with it. So, um, Josh, you have a lunch truck business? I do. Uh, I am one of the owners of the Pork Purveyors of Rolling Cuisine truck in D.C. here. Yeah. Is that uh, your spy vehicle then? That is your spy it, it, vehicle? It is. We run lots of espionage out of that vehicle. 
<laughs> and is there meat products? We, we also offer barbecue, but, you know, that's really a side business, you know. Delicious. All right. Well, that's, that's going to come in handy with our game here. I need to ask you right now, Josh, who is your favorite Bond? I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to go against Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Got to gotta go with him. Peter? Yeah, Favorite Sean bond? Connery. Sean Connery? Yeah. Well, he's yeah. copied my answer. <laughs> <laughs> he listens. He's, he's trying good. to blend in. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to blend in. <laughs> I, I agree. Connery, Connery's the best. Yeah? Yeah. He's, uh, he's a man's man. He's suave. Uh, I, I don't like the way he slaps the ladies around. No. I don't appreciate that very much. No, no. It's, it's not. Yeah, I, like, uh, I have to say I am a fan of Daniel Craig, um, particularly when he's coming out of the ocean. That is my favorite, favorite barn. Uh, okay, anyways, this quiz is obviously about the hunkiest spy with a license to kill, James Bond. We're going to ask you questions about the books, the movies, everything. Are you ready? ready. No. <laughs> do you want to do it anyway? Yeah, yeah Okay, not? great, great, great. In the novel On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Bond learns that he is a possible descendant of Sir Thomas Bond. What Bond film gets its title from Sir Thomas Bond's family motto, Orbis Non Sufficit. What Bond film gets its title from Sir Thomas Bond's family motto, The World is Not Enough? The World is Not Enough. Correct, Josh. (laughs) Our next clue is an audio clue. In this classic scene, Bond is tied to a slab of gold while a laser beam comes very close to cutting him in two. Jonathan, would you like to lead us in some dialogue? Yeah, so finish, finish this line. Do you expect me to talk? <laughs> Josh. Mr. Goldfinger. <laughs> You're right. Let me, let, me, let me say that up differently. So this, I'm going to say something that James Bond says. Okay. And then oh yeah, I guess Goldfinger. Maybe a... Goldfinger responds. Oh, Goldfinger responds. Well, come okay, on. You know what? This is <laughs> this is my fault. You're right. No, I expect. No, I expect you to die. No. That's, that's, no, I expect you to die. Is correct. <laughs> Though he didn't say it like Sean Connery, but you know. Let's uh, let's hear some reap the rewards of this. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> he was very jolly, very jolly <laughs> nemesis. Every evil person always has to laugh like that. That's funny. It's this funny when you're winning. Okay, moving along. In the movies, Bond is often battling the international crime organization known as Spectre. In the early Ian Fleming novels, however, Bond's arch nemesis is named after what real-life Soviet counterintelligence agency? Peter. Smirsch. Smirsch is correct. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning of The Man with the Golden Gun, Bond doesn't know much about the international hitman Francesco Scaramanga, except for that he has an unusual physical feature. What is it? It is not a golden gun. (laughs) (laughs) Contestants, not sure. Josh? He has a golden hand. That is a great idea, but he does not have a golden hand. Uh, Let's draw it to the audience. Yes. He has a third nipple. That is correct. That was my next response. Yeah, it's all, yeah. 
It doubles as a gadget. Did you know that? The third nipple <laughs> takes photos, is a grappling hook, all kinds of cool things. I'm glad I didn't know the answer to that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now you have to live with the visual forever. <laughs> In the movie Diamonds Are Forever, Bond gets beaten up by two female bodyguards with what Disney-inspired names? Peter looks at me. What are their names? Yeah, what are their names? They're Disney-inspired names. Thump and Thump, something like this. That, that is, you're on the right track. The two women. The two women, the yes. bodyguards. The sexy women who beat yeah. him up. You know. They like always are. No, I do. I remember them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thumper and Crump, something like that. Yes. Very close, yeah. Thumper, you're going to get half for that. I have no idea. Josh, no idea? All right. <laughs> Find Bambi and Thumper. Bambi and Thumper, oh, yes. You got half okay. credit. If we did that. James Bond films have long been known for their theme songs, but the only one to reach number one on the U.S. Billboard charts was from 1985's A View to a Kill. Let's take a listen. the most boring Bond theme ever. <laughs> it does sound very 80s spy, silly. though, right? Yeah. All right, so the question is, that theme was sung by what band? A bad one. <laughs> All right, matter of taste, matter of taste. Can you be taste. more specific? Some I, of the I, I can't, actually. <laughs> Peter? No? No? Josh, no? Audience? Just, okay, I see someone waving their hand in the back. Go ahead. Duran Duran is correct. Duran Duran. A fan. Yeah, <laughs> let's admit you're a fan. It's okay. It's all right. Ian Fleming had a lot of ideas for the film versions of his novels. In particular, what good friend and famous playwright did Fleming want to play Dr. No? Peter. Noel Coward. No Coward is yeah. correct. And we have a tie score. Oh. So I'm going to give you a tiebreaker here. The 2002 film Die Another Day marked the first time the performer of a Bond film's theme song also had an acting role in the film, playing a fencing instructor named Verity. Who was it? Yes, Josh. Madonna. You are correct. Madonna is correct. All right. Josh, you have won this round, and because you are the winner, you get a copy of Peter Ernest's book. (laughs) The Real Spy's Guide to Becoming a Real Spy. And Peter, we have for you an amazing NPR Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube. Thank you. For being fantastic spies. Thank you so much to Peter Ernest. Another hand for our fantastic contestant, Josh Saltzman. It's an amazing smile. Even the suit has teeth Everything flash and guile Nothing underneath Except a small black heart That no one sees but me I've been watching I can see you start to wonder Could it be that you need me To keep you out To run you faster Promise me you'll let me be the one 
worst of all your enemies Pretending you're a friend to me Say that we'll be nemesis Jonathan Colton Okay, this is what we've all been waiting for, our Ask Me One More final round. Let's bring back the winners from all of our previous rounds from Hail to the Musicians. We have Laura Spadanuda. All answers are alliterative. Brian Wally, this, that, or the other. Hannah Magnolia. And literally, Bill McDonald. So this game is called Odd Couples. John, is this game about you and art? Yes. Except we're both slobs. That's the only, only difference, yeah. No, I'm, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to play a game that is about common phrases that take the form blank and blank. I'll give you clues to the words in the blanks, and you have to give us the phrase. But our clues aren't always going to be straightforward. We'll throw some curveballs in there, like homophones. For example, if I said, vegetables found in pods and sticks in a pool room, you'd say P's and Q's. Get it? So we're doing this spelling bee style, so you have a few seconds to give us the answer. One wrong answer, and you're out, and the next player gets a chance to correctly identify the words. Okay, and the last person standing is our grand prize winner. Ready, players? Yes, I got an eyebrow from Bill, so that's perfect. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's go. Laura, a word on an octagonal street sign and the starting space on a Monopoly board. Stop and go. Yes. Now you step aside, and Brian is up. Brian, actor Kevin, and things you hunt for on Easter. Bacon and eggs. That's right. <laughs> Hannah, a face-painted hard rock band, and legendary Swiss marksman William. Kiss and tell. Yes. <laughs> William, Hello. one of your appendages, and rapper MC. Arm and hammer. That's right. Laura's back again. A group of connected hotel rooms and what a lemon tastes like. Sweet and sour. Oh, that's great. Yes. <laughs> Brian, an automobile and a golf club. First part. An automobile and a golf club. Uh, car and driver. That's right. Car and driver. <laughs> Hannah, a cocktail garnish and a brand of stain remover. Three seconds. Time's up. Let's try Bill. Bill, a cocktail garnish and a brand of stain remover. Twist and shout. That is correct. (laughs) Laura. Best actress winner Helen and best actor winner Gregory. Hunt and Peck. That's right. Hunt and Peck. (laughs) Brian. A mysterious ABC drama that ended in 2010 and established as a company. Lost and found. That's right. Bill. Costume designer Edith and what deltoid muscles cover? Head and shoulders. That's right. Laura's back. Rockers who sang Come Sail Away and rockers who sang Under My Thumb. Three seconds. Doesn't giving it up to Brian. Brian, can you get it? No. (laughs) No, Can you give a shot? Rockers who sang Come Sail Away and rockers who sang Under My Thumb. Any guess? No. No? Let's see if Bill knows it. Bill. 
Sticks and Stones. Sticks and Stones is right, and Bill takes it away for the win. Nice work. Bill McDonald, you're our grand prize winner for today's show. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Adira. And our grand prize for you is priceless. It's bigger than money. You get lunch at Zola, which is in the Spy Museum, and two tickets to the Spy Museum just for you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So that's it for this week's Ask Me Another, though it doesn't have to end here. We've got extra games, clues, and maybe even some embarrassing pictures of John Chinesky on our Facebook and Twitter feeds. All pictures of me are embarrassing. (laughs) So go check them out. Look us up. NPR, Ask Me Another. Ask Me Another puzzle czars have been John Chinesky. Hey, my name anagrams to Oh Heck Ninjas. And Art Chung. Narc Thug. The man behind the music is Jonathan Colton. Thou Jolta Cannon. Additional puzzle writing contributed by Sean Kennedy. Swanky Hendon. Mark Halpin. Primal Ankh. Noah Tarno. Ara Wanton. And Dan Schofield. Caddish Felon. Our technical director today is Neil T. Vault. Evil Nuttail. With production help from Eleanor Kagan. A granola knee. Ask Me Another supervising producer is Jesse Baker. Jab Seekers. Our executive producer is Eric Newsom. Curium Zen. We'd like to thank busboys and poets here in Washington, D.C. Bossy pets abound. I'm her ripe begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. NPR.